Hey, Chris. Yeah. Do you know what topic I have in my sights for this episode of the Virtual Boys Podcast? What? Sniper Elite VR, of course. <laughs> Come on, man. You knew that was going to be a long shot. And <laughs> I don't think I you know. hit your intended audience. <laughs> oh, man. Unsub, unsub, unsub. Hey everybody, what's going on? I am Chris from Shughead Gaming. This fool next to me is Ryan from the VR Grid. What is up? It's always different. Um, if you notice, I am sitting in my sniper, 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 sniper nest. I can't even talk. Um, Ryan was making fun of my background here, but as you can see, it is legit. If you erase, look, if you erase that yep. one Soviet look, symbol, look, look, that's a look. bedroom at a Resident Evil. That's oh. a bedroom at a Resident Evil. Where am I pointing? Look, look at, look at, look at right there. Oh, yeah, now I see it. Yeah. Well, your big fat head was blocking it, so I couldn't but, see that before. But speaking of Soviets, I have, I have another sniper joke for you. What do you call a communist sniper? What's that? A marksman. that's it with an x there boys and girls who don't know history come on unless you were raised in the u.s that's like you know your history (laughs) okay sorry it's for americans um i know you're smart intro Uh, the episode i know if you okay look if you guys didn't notice already we're blocking sniper (laughs) oh fuck i'm gonna i feel like i don't even want uh, Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut that out. I'm just go. All right, back on topic, guys. Uh, in case you uh, haven't figured out already, we are talking all things Sniper Elite VR. The game Woo! dropped today, basically, as of the time of recording this. But when you guys see that, uh, you will probably have been uh, popping skulls for the last few days. Um, so definitely leave some comments below. Let us know what you think of the game. Uh, we're gonna talk about what we think about the game and uh, kind of, I guess, my take on this personally is going to be kind of Sniper Elite VR and the current state of AAA VR, I guess, right now in this in this current ecosystem of Questland. So, you know, I think that's what I wanted to go through as, as well as, you know, kind of us taking a deep dive on, you know, what we really thought of the game because we played all three versions, guys. Um, Ryan and I have had this for about a week, so we've had some quality time with this game and we're going to talk about it. Um, of course, guys like subscribe and uh, don't forget if you want to support us further uh, check out our patreon and also if you want to consume us in audio format make sure you check us out on all your favorite podcast stations you can follow us there as well Um, all right why don't you just I've talked enough you kick this off absolutely Um, sniper elite VR it's been in the making for like three years I think something like that we first got the announcement was like 2000 18, maybe early 19. I know. I was um, trying to look that up. I could not find an original post like from when it was announced. It's got to be 18. I I would think so too, but I saw 2019. Either way, it's been like two years of tease. At at the very least, I think Well, not just tease. In fact, it was at an E3. Like people played this a couple years ago on the PSVR. Absolutely. Brian Paul has talked yeah. about repeatedly on the PSVR without parole games cast about how he played the, the demo at whatever it was PAX. I think it was like yeah, it was two or three years ago. And it was like the first level that we've played now since then. And it's been 
relative silence really up until the last few months ever since they actually announced the release date it's been really quiet as far as like you on this podcast saying repeatedly this is not coming out in 2021 to it actually coming out um yeah. So it's been kind of a build, and obviously the Sniper Elite franchise, there's been like eight games in 15 years, or seven games in 15 years, which is crazy for a franchise to just be spitting, like, this is like, that's Call of Duty level of numbers there. Well, Even for those of you who don't but... know where Ryan's getting those numbers from, um, Rebellion, who makes the series, also put out the Zombie Army trilogy, uh, which I believe the the whole point of the trilogy is it was DLC in the first three games, and it came up oh, as, it? A, as a package, and then Sniper Army, Sniper Zombie Army Four, or, or Zombie Army Four, I think. Whatever. Th- there was a standalone uh, Sniper Elite Zombie game that came out like last year, um, and like really kind of fleshed out the whole thing. Like lots of upgrades. It was a much bigger game. Um, it's actually pretty cool. So yeah, that's where he's getting those. Extra is it? Titles is it in there. VR? It is not. Then but, it's not cool. But fun fact. I know that uh, Sniper Elite 3, and I think 4, and I know for a fact the Zombie Army Trilogy has 3D that you can turn on if you have a 3D TV. I mean, compared to VR, 3D TVs are terrible, and I would never watch those. Pretty cool, though, still. Like, the <laughs> 3D effect Pokemon does Chris. work. I know, but the 3D effect does actually work pretty cool with the flyby bullets. All right, you're getting sidetracked on 3D TVs, and that's a terrible conversation. Uh, Sniper Elite VR, we finally get it. July 8th, across all three headsets, or at least three uh, different versions, where it's PSVR, uh, Quest, and PC VR. And uh, we've both played all three, like we said. And I am... I'm impressed. I didn't know what to expect. As a guy who'd never played the um, Sniper Elite franchise, outside of maybe one demo a few years ago... I never played this franchise. So, you know, obviously I'm expecting sniping action. That's pretty obvious. But beyond that, I really didn't know what to expect. And um, I have fun. As, you know, a caveat being that, of course, I've said before, I just love sniping in VR. Bringing a scope to your face in VR is just one of those experiences that cannot be done on a console properly, not compared to what VR can do. So, like, just shooting fools left and right with my sniper rifle was amazing. And, I mean, we'll talk about the kill cam, but... God damn, I love that fucking kill cam. Well, I can't get enough of that. Here's thing. the cool, here's one of the big differences I think of a sniper game in VR. Um and it actually just hit me kind of why it plays a little bit differently in Sniper Elite and I'll tell you what I mean. Uh the Sniper Elite series has always been famous for that uh basically that concentration mode where you can like pull like your like what, your non-dominant hand trigger and it'll bring in It'll it'll zoom in even further, and you can hear your heartbeat. You can hear your heartbeat, and it kind of slows time slightly, and allows you to strategically, you know, place a better shot. If you're on hard mode, and um, well, hard mode adds in real time bullet drop, and on the flat games, it added in wind. I don't know if that's a thing in this one. Um, I played the game. Wind on is normal. not a thing, but even on normal, um, towards the latter few stages, I realized that um, uh, some of the guns have different ranges, and they just couldn't actually hit the targets they drop you could still see yeah. bullet drop in guns even a handgun you could see a bit of the uh especially on the on the quest which had a kind of a, a much crappier um kind of uh, tracer you could really see the drop off uh but it's not i will not have you besmirch the good version that is the quest of this don't say crappier you can say less immersive you can say less well rendered i don't know i love 
I'm blown away by the quest version. Yes, of this. and I, I agree with to that. Let you shit on it, but it is the visually less superior when it comes to particle effects. Okay, so yeah, that's true. <laughs> and look, there's there, there's an argument here. I want to make this argument later on, so fight, I'm not going to forget fight. about this. Look, get me off topic here. And what my point was is that the bullet drop is a real thing if you go to hard mode, and that is where the concentration mode becomes uh, much more effective. It's the same in the flat series in the fact that uh, your concentration mode is limited um, when you're on the harder difficulties, and so it becomes very vital because when you use concentration mode and you're on hard mode, it'll actually show you that little reticule, that little red kind of diamond thing actually shows you where your bullet will really hit. Now, when you're on normal mode, it doesn't really matter because it, it's basically like if you're aiming at it, you're going to hit it within reason. Uh, yeah. You know, whereas in hard mode, then you really want to save that concentration mode for when you like absolutely need to hit someone. Uh, so my point being, though, is that in VR, your own like muscle memory and your own ability. This is why I love VR. We've talked about this in shooters is the fact it's no, it's not mouse clicking. It's not analog stick um, finesse. It's like, can you actually aim that thing? But you know what I mean though? Like you're literally having to bring that up and you got to keep it up. So that's another thing. Arm fatigue. Like it's just, it's way more immersive because it's, it's much more based on your actual skill set. Now, of course it's a video game and they've got some stabilization stuff going in so that you're not sitting here doing this. But what I was going with this is that one thing I noticed was that that kind of in the VR version, the that concentration mode was kind of like always there. Um, it wasn't it didn't have it seemed to have the cooldown that the flat games have. But then it kind of dawned on me just talking to you. I'm like, yeah, but the whole point of the concentration mode um, and whatever you want to call it in other sniper rifle games or any shooter when you're in a sniper rifle, you know, that whole like, you know, hold L2 or whatever. And you go <gasps> and that's like your and you have like a, a very momentary stability well when you're in vr you're the stabilizer you might actually have to hold your breath in real life like you know like so i like the fact that they didn't stack that on top of your own shaky ass hands so i kind of understand what they're going for there they wanted to include it but not add like like a disability on top of a disability and in your case a massive disability (laughs) are do people i just did like a fuck yeah that's what he's talking about so pumped (laughs) <laughs> i get comments but they're not appropriate what yeah that's how i that's that's one of the things that i think that like a sniper game in vr just crushes um and i agree with you it's awesome but it's rarely done well like we could i mean jumping I on the, like with pc vr and we played some more two-handed games i can think of some good examples but i can also think of a lot of really bad examples and a lot of that has to do with just the scopes or a bitch in VR. For sure. I mean, like I said, I, as a guy, I mean, I what's the, the, the perfect sniper? I always go back to the perfect sniper. Because mm-hmm. I gave that game like a 6 or 6.5 out of 10. I thought, I enjoyed it. I thought it was decent for what it was. That game has been slagged across multiple. Yeah, but what if you had, re- this is why I don't like numbers scores. What if you had to go back and review that now? I'd probably still get like a six or six point five. Yeah, you're like, a sucker I'm, for I'm a sucker for snipers. But even like out of ammo, there's those sniper missions where you're in the tower, and those worked pretty well. Like I just thought they worked. That being said, the sniper rifles in Sniper Elite VR work so much better. This is this is how you want sniping to be. And you know, once again, like I'm talking about all three versions of the game. Really, they all play so comparably, minus a few mi- like minor 
um, differences that I'm talking about all three versions of the game. The sniping in this game, regardless of how you play it, is some of the best sniping you've ever had in VR. I can't stress that enough. Like, it's so fucking fun. That's just the thing, it. though, right? And I said that in my review. It might not be the most realistic. I mean, yeah, you can put it on hard mode and that becomes much more... It becomes much more of a sim. But it's still always got that elite kind of arcadiness. But it's For sure. fun. And it's never like they don't it's not like they phone it in like on the harder difficulty levels you will miss. And and I died a lot, too, sometimes like if you if you if you're not oh, yeah, respectful you're of your, of your yeah. cover, right, um, you're not you're 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 not uh, you're not too sturdy as a character. And I like that. So you have to cover. I found myself especially doing a lot of like ducking and popping up and ducking and popping up and trying to like, OK, there was a guy over there. Now I'm going to pop up. I got to hit him because yeah. I can't stand out in the open and try to find him again. And that's what you should have. Um, and the game's got those nice moments too of like, if you're if you're patient enough to be uh, a proper sniper, what is that by the way? Uh, vodka, cran, and pineapple. Uh, so rubbing alcohol, cran, and pineapple. Um, kettle one, shout out to kettle one. Not they sponsor the podcast. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Sponsored by. Um. Anyways, you I know, wish. give me uh, vodka. <laughs> What I was going to say was that. Okay, go, go. I apologize. For those who want to take time and, you know, wait to mask their shots with airplanes flying overhead or artillery fire and stuff, you can really try. And you said, like, and like you had said to me yesterday, later on, you get a sniper rifle with a silencer, which you can then put into your uh, loadouts and go back and replay missions, which would be a game changer. You can really be a sniper if you want. Like, you know, like, like find your little hidey hole and just clear an area which is you know another great thing about the sniper elite series that it doesn't just go full arcade so um on that note there i mentioned the the uh the silent sniper rifle um there's actually caveats to this thing one your score decreases dramatically using that gun like dramatically after i started using that gun as like my default i never reached the minimum high score for that level because that totally and not only that like i said before um it reduces your range to a point where i was i thought the game was broken i was like i'm I'm hitting this guy i'm shooting at him and i'm not hitting him i was like what the fuck is happening this game's fucking busted i'm getting some weird environmental jank and sure enough i grabbed one of the like the single shot rifles that was there beside me boom perfect shot easy kill so your range is reduced. I didn't realize that. I mean, I mentioned in my review. By the way, if you haven't watched mine or Shug's review, um, watch that too on top of this. But regardless, um, so there are actually some pretty nice balancing issues or balancing variables between each of these sniper rifles involved that they don't really tell you at first. If you hold the gun like to your face a bit, like it gives you info. Like if you make a proper kill, like how you like um how you determine score, because it's like each each level in this game. Um, has a score attached to it. So you can basically climb leaderboards and be the best killer there is. And those score modifiers are like, you know, like um, how far away from you are from that kill. Um, basically, if it's a headshot or how far away from the brain you are is a separate one. Um, <laughs> how, many, how many kills you get in a row is your modifier. Um, the weapon you use. Uh, and just a bunch of other factors in there that kind of really um, make this thing replayable. I kind of want to talk about the replayability here and just how much... You know, it's a very linear campaign. Um, your missions are very selective. The levels themselves don't really offer too many paths. Some offer some paths, but the there's so many reasons to go back and replay these missions. Hidden collectibles, those missions I, I mentioned, the three star missions, the challenges, and, yeah, those definitely 
And they're they're not just like dumb challenges. Like I mean, yeah, there's the pick up all of this item, and that's fine for collect like collectathon people. But I appreciated the actual like finish it this fast, finish it, and don't get seen. Like those are genuinely hard things to accomplish, um, and super hard. Kind of set you up to like. It's not just a thing you have to tick off your box. You have to actually play the level completely different. And I enjoyed that because the game is so it, the game is fun enough, and the gunplay is is you know kind of captivating enough that replaying things is still fun like you'll notice what halfway through you're like okay i'm just kind of doing the same thing in every level but it's still fun like i always enjoyed it i mean if you don't like sniping games this isn't for you (laughs) it really isn't i mean (laughs) yeah yes there's handguns yes there's machine guns and shotguns But, but they're more they're more a fun like divergent from the main sniper gameplay and you can try running and gunning in but often the levels are set up so that there's so many guys out there who can see you and hit you you won't last too long um it's not like you can like run super fast in the game so it's definitely a sniper game but like what ryan was saying there i mentioned my review and i'm curious to see what you think of this i said that this game now having played it reminds me or makes me think of what I'm pretty sure we're going to see in the Assassin's Creed VR game in the fact that I think it's going to be very similarly structured to this, that it's going to be kind of a um, mission-based greatest hits package where it has you doing some of the, giving you the the flavors of the game, um, but a little more linear um, and then tying it together so that you don't feel like you got a total cash grab, but they're not letting you completely run loose and we've heard some rumors about some beta testing on the assassin's creed game and like there you know it sounds like if you believe them then uh that there's actual climbing and i've heard that there's actual like diving sequences so there's some parkour and everything but i can't see that being much more than like a, a jacked up climb like the climb i just Look, i mean i don't see them doing the open world it's going on the quest come on it's the same thing. Like as soon as I heard Quest on Sniper Elite, I was like, okay, so it's going to be rained in. Okay. Even with the trailers, they're going to rain it in. Two points there. Um, one, I totally agree with you that the Assassin's Creed game will be very much like this. I didn't. I'm really impressed by how much the Quest has captured the game. Like it's it's the same game whether you play on the Quest PC or PS. It's the same game even on the Quest. Obviously, you're losing textures, lighting is like basically non-existence, and so on and so forth. But the gameplay is still captured, and the game itself on the Quest, as far as what Quest can do, looks pretty fantastic. So oh, I dude. do agree with you. I agree. Yeah. With the, it's arguably the best looking Quest game for the scope and scale. There is that little caveat there because there are better looking games, but given just how big these levels are and how much is being rendered and how flawlessly it works works on the quest um i can't say like it's 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 probably the one of the best looking quest games i'll i'm just gonna yeah, say oh, dude, even in P- even when you're taking it at piecemeal like um like some of those levels especially like the night stage and stuff you're like you know you're looking at in the cobblestone and there's and the textures in the walls and and you're taking like even like i'm saying even when you take bite-sized areas and you look at it, you're like for the quest pretty that's like they're going for detailed textures like yeah they're dumbed down yeah they're blurrier um like I th- I said in my review, I would not be surprised to find out that the quest version had it's been basically like designed from the ground up to run uh, like the other versions because I think that the PSVR and the quest version probably share a lot of the same DNA. You can even see that by the fact that it's 
rebellion and just add water on those two versions i'm not really sure what just add water's kind of contribution is um in that whole thing uh aliasing lots and lots of aliasing (laughs) we brought the jagged edges in um but no, they removed all the jagged. That's they they removed oh, you mean all the, the jagged. Oh, anti-aliasing. Oh, sorry, anti-aliasing. I apologize. Well, I didn't feel that the PSVR version was like free of jagged edges. I felt that it was actually a combination of kind of like jaggy and 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 blurry. Which that's why okay. I use the term muddy. I'm Hang on a second. I oh god, we're both having here. okay. Go make your point. But the quest version, um. You'll notice that Coat Sync was involved in the development on that one, and Just Add Water was not. Now, yeah. Coat Sync, um, among other things, but of most notable, they did the port of uh, Onward to the Quest, and so this is their jam. You know, like military and and like long levels and and sniper rifles and trying to make that work, and you know, and and arguably a more ambitious game prior, uh, at least as far as like full scale. So they were a perfect fit for this. And you can see that that experience has been brought here because like it works and well, it looks better than onward. Sure. Bring it back. Assassin's Creed. My second point being, you said, you know, there'll be like little climbing sections, little diving sections, having both of us just played salmon max. uh, It's this time it's virtual. There are so many different, there are so many different mechanics crammed into that. Not so great of a game. There's no reason why Assassin's Creed couldn't have all the mechanics you need because it's simply, like we've seen it. Seven Max literally has climbing sections and like other, you know, there's so it's many. It's not other a mechanics sections. issue that I'm worried about with Assassin's Creed ever. It's not a matter of Ubisoft being able to pull it off. And in fact, I think it's probably pretty damn slick. It's the scope. That's like people, you know, even more than a sniper leader are going to want open world. And I, I just think that this is a much more realistic version of what you're going to see, especially knowing that it's a quest, um, a quest game. I'm hoping it's just quest two for the sake of the game. But regardless, I think this is a realistic sampling. And I, and, and I don't mean that as necessarily a slag because I, I said in my review, I don't mean that as a slag against sniper elite either, because I feel like, yeah, it's kind of a best case scenario. What I think we were going to get, because to be completely, I am having an issue talking today to be completely honest, Ryan, I, so am I. When we first heard about this game, and even when we were first seeing some of the gameplay, um, like a couple years back, I was like, it's gonna be a wave shooter. It's yeah. gonna have the sniper elite gun mechanics, it's gonna be a wave shooter. There's no way they're gonna pull this off and give you any like ability to like rip around. Totally wrong. Um, I feel like they did a nice job of grabbing the flavor. Now you gotta get past like the first three, four missions because the game's got a weak ass, weirdly paced intro, like You'll do kind yeah, of the first gun. three stages are kind of really. Like you'll do a yeah. run and gun section right in the beginning. You're like, holy crap, this is amazing! And you're running across like rooftops, and then like next thing you know, they like drop you into a shooting range and teach you how to shoot. It's like, what? I was just killing bitches. I know how to yeah. do this. I know yeah. how to do this. And I mean, like, okay, you're teaching me the handgun. It's like, shouldn't have this been first? I don't know. It's like if you're gonna put the training wheels on and then take them off, fine. But if you're gonna like start you without training wheels then put them on then take i don't know that was just weird um i can see i can see where they're they're like trying to be different. i understand what like, they were yeah, trying to do fucking fucking action yeah. and then then we'll show them like the rest of the mechanics but yeah i do agree it's still i mean uh, my live play i was like what the fuck why is this the and brian mission? mentioned it too so i think it's a general consensus that people are like uh but yeah i think it's a gamble that didn't pay off but like you said and i said and brian said 
it leaves you in the first like four missions going, oh God, this is what this is going to be. Or first three missions, I guess. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, okay. I mean, I, it's not like you said, it's, 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 it's still linear, but you, you have the sense of the sense of choice, I guess in some ways, I hate to say this, um, but it's structurally also quite similar to um, zero caliber in the fact that zero caliber yeah, kind of had yeah. you like rush an area and then like, you know, maybe hold it. And then the next mission was, okay, we're leaving the area. We're going to break through a blockade. Like it was connected narrative um, with smaller bite-sized experiences. But what I love about the sniper elite series uh, in VR is that they still managed to give you that kind of, even though it's not an open sandbox, they give you that ability to go, okay, do I want to go silent here? Do I want to try this? I got to get over there. I can turn that on if I want to, you know, I could try to go stealth, but you know, and, and do I get the, do I get the machine gun? Do I want to change my loadout for this? You get that playing sensation. For sure. And that's kind of one of my, one of my issues. I didn't bring it up in my review. Once again, is that the game after outside of the like how to manage guns didn't really tell you how to be a sniper like it kind of just assumes you're just going to know like when you see that little you can adjust your HUD to see what what it shows so minimize your HUD so it just shows like basically when when noise is being made a little reticle pops up saying like you're 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 muted so you can take a shot but the game never really tells you how to do that so the first few levels like I was sniping and shit I didn't really give a fuck about like whether I was you know whether people could hear me or not, because it's like, whatever, it's boom, 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 sniper shot, sniper shot, sniper shot, who gives a shit? And it wasn't until the latter half of the game when I actually started trying to focus on being a sniper and paying attention to, you know, you know, like my ambient sounds and making those sneak attacks and trying to be like this silent killer and seeking through a mission. And that's kind of where the game really excels. It's not perfect. Um, there's definitely some genericness as far as genericness, as far as like what, what makes like sounds that, that hide the sounds of your gunshot. But when you play as a sniper and you're going through, when you're taking like a minute to just watch a guy until he finally walks away from his other buddies and he's away. And all of a sudden, you know, the generator beside you kicks in and it's popping loud. And that's when you take your shot. It sounds a little bit tedious and it kind of is a bit tedious, but it's also the most satisfying way to play this game. When you make those kills, um, they're great, especially in the missions that require you to kill a specific target. Um, there's like three or four of them in here that are like you need, like in order to win, you have to assassinate this dude, which means you only have like a small window before this dude either fucks off or runs away or whatever. But playing as a sniper, like in that, like putting myself in that mentality and not just fucking like, ah, oh, fuck it, machine gun, running gun, I can kill these guys. Um, really made me enjoy the game a lot a lot more you're such a sniper elite noob <laughs> for those of you who uh have played all the games in the series or any of the games in the series yeah i know just ignore ryan um <laughs> he's he's just uh he's he's popped his cherry here and for those of you who are in the same boat as him then uh i don't know i don't know what to say to you, you uh, i don't know uh, the here's the thing the sniper elite flat series has come up I don't want to say a long way. It's come along from one to four. Four has definitely started to look more like a more like a triple A game. But the Sniper Elite series has always been a little simple. Like it's yeah. it's it's always had that kind of playground thing that you're talking about. Like I mean, and, and the levels got more expansive and slightly more interesting in the kind of the way they were laid out. But for the most part, like this is very, very uh, representative of the flat games and the fact that it's like, I'm just trying to think about the last games and it's like, 
I'm trying to think of what you could block your shots with. It's like sound wise. It's like generators, you know, engines, artillery, airplanes, maybe a foghorn. Like, w- like you say that they're like generic, but look, what else are you going to do? Like, it's, w- wait, I, to, I, wait to time it with like the guy who has bad gas. Oh, there he goes. Sure. You know, a loud conversation, two guys fighting. You know, a you loud never... conversation. Do you know how loud? <laughs> yeah. Look, look, <laughs> look. The reason why I say that is because, just like, screaming like at some each of other. those, dude. Some, some of those, some of those environmental sounds do not hide the sound of a fucking sniper rifle, even no, in this game. Like I a know. A plane overhead, like a plane's the loudest thing in the environment. We hear, like, oh, what was that? Must have been the plane. I think you can justify it as a plane backfire. It's World War Two, man. I got a generator that's like three there. doors fucking down. Generators that fuck that just pop so fucking loud. You know, it's Dude. not you have to suspend suspend belief a bit. Those World War II generators, they weren't they weren't efficient back then. They were loud. <laughs> I get that. I get that. But you know, loud conversations. No, I, I, I understand the limitations of game. Look, oh my God. <laughs> it's just when I'm like when there's just like generators scattered around every single map. For like no fucking reason. I guess. Like, well, right, I mean, you could say the generator. no reason. They're running lights. Look, I I know. I I mean, look, I'm just saying. They're, they they could have like five more minutes to be like, ah, maybe we'll just like I don't know, like fucking. You know, it comes back down to like a bunch of things. So if it was like a smaller scale or a a bigger scale flat game, where like let's say like you know like a, like some you know fucking tank rolls through a fucking wall and creates a bunch of noise, and then that's your chance to fucking strike something like that. Well, sure. they have those moments in the in the in the flat games, and they even kind of replicate that a little bit in the uh, VR title. But you're right, you're not exactly like taking advantage of that to you know block your fire and stuff. But like what I'm getting at is is just it's just so it's almost like such it's just so sniper elite um, for them to be doing that, and they just I like literally chuckled when I saw that they had like the generators and you were trying to like, and they were using all the same kind of tricks to like block your sound. And they just, they've never been crazy games that had a lot of depth. They didn't have a, a much of a upgrade system. The progression system was limited to basically finding guns. And I think, and, and maybe in the fourth one or third one, like, I think you could maybe level them up kind of sort of, but it's always been pretty, pretty minor. And the AI has always been kind of, just serviceable like they run they cover they kind of they kind of acknowledge you they have their own patterns i mean it's like what you kind of expect i guess they're not rocket scientists but like i just feel like a lot of that was just all carried over from the flat game and a lot of people if they try to poke holes in this game as a you know as a vr title or whatever going "Eh, it's this and it's that it's like eh. but it's also sniper elite like Sniper Elite's just never been crazy AAA polish, and on the PC version, it gets scary close to the visuals um, on the Sniper Elite flat games uh, at times. And you know, we were talking about all three versions; they're gorgeous. And I think we kind of been dancing around it, but the Quest version is we we kind of talked about the fact that they you know that uh, Coat Sync was involved in that, but like what they pulled off is insane. It's insane. It's nuts. It kind of shows me the potential for the quest. And like I said, I'm not saying this is not PC level visuals, but considering what the quest is, I am fucking impressed by the fact they got this game on that headset and it works wonderfully and looks fucking great now with the headset. It does have, and this is the one big caveat that I do feel that the quest version has. Everything they pulled off is absolutely amazing. But the one big, I guess, 
shortcoming that it has is they are using really aggressive foveated rendering. Like the 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 if you're looking at my screen here, it's like literally this much of the screen is sharp, and it starts to drop off here, and it's and it's aggressive enough that you can very easily see that the houses just like degrade into jaggedy edges. Um, Ryan had noticed that the the scope kicks in much later than any of the other versions, although it's absolutely fine. But, uh, you know, if it was any other game than, say, a sniper game, that foveated rendering would drive me crazy um, because it's just, you see it a lot. The fact is you're spending, what, 75% of your time totally. down a scope. And so, guess where you are? So it looks pretty good. And they've managed to keep it super sharp. Like, even when you pull that trigger, if you've got it turned on so that you're following the bullet, you're going to that x-ray cam, man, it looks sharp all the way, to, like, even flying there. You're not, and I was looking for it. You're not, I'm not seeing any pop-up, which you would also no, right? probably expect. It just, you know, it lacks some of the effects, but it really, it really is. And I've said this, it, this is the same game. Um, it's not a, it's not a neutered version of the game. Um, there's no, you know, they don't, they don't kind of like modify it. It's the same game. Um, I personally felt that the PC version played a little bit slicker. Um, and that could just be that the PC version was just, I wouldn't be surprised if the PC version, given that they didn't have the ceiling or they didn't have any ceiling problems with performance. They were able to just be like, okay, there's the graphics. Let's polish. And I'm yeah. going to guess that the Quest version, specifically being the late one of the game, because we know the PSVR has been in development for a long time, just they probably spent a lot of time trying to get it to run and then kind of like, and then kind of pushed it through. So Quest owners, I don't think you're necessarily going to notice what I'm talking about. Just things don't pick up and handle quite as well on the Quest version, but I'm sure, you know, a couple patches and that'll get caught up. It's impressive. Um, it's probably going to be, it's going to be a showpiece for the quest for like if you want to put your friends in a game, they're going to be like, "What sniper elite on a standalone? Pretty cool." Yeah, I mean, I played the majority of this on the PSVR. I played on the PC and Quest, obviously, and you just you know playing on the Quest too with, with with and without Link. There's just that level of clarity that just actually it matters so much. Even though there's less being rendered, textures are dumbed down for the quest. It's just so crisp and clear. When you go to the PSVR, I'm more disappointed by the PSVR version than I am impressed by the quest version. Because yep. the PSVR version looks so blurry. It honestly it reminds me very much of like Firewall before Firewall offered that, that um the anti-aliasing or aliasing off um patch they added in late. It, it feels like just I do, somebody, I really do. Somebody commented on that saying I wish we could turn off the anti-aliasing, and I remember sitting there going, "I don't, re I don't really, I don't, f I didn't feel when I was playing it that I felt like it was overly, like softened or blurry." I mean, it is, it, it really is. As a guy who beat the whole fucking story on that game, the whole time I was playing, I was like, "Man, they really should just have me have the option of having anti-aliasing on or off because having it on, everything's just blurry. It's not awful. Like I'm not seriously. Like, it's not like everything's just like." Like, I can't see anything past, like, five feet in front of me. It's not the way it is. It's just everything has, like, a blur that just I don't need. I don't need to use the smooth those edges for me, but making things blurry. What might, me... have, what might have been a nice compromise, because I think turning anti-aliasing off, I think, would make the game look like a jagged-ass mess. I think that's probably why it's on there as strong as it is. And I guess that's why I didn't really get that overall sensation, because, like, looking at the game, I was like, 
I don't want to see this off either. What might be a nice compromise is if they did, like, say, a foveated rendering, but just less aggressive because they wouldn't have to as the quest and maybe just brought it in, like, to this this and being able to sharpen up maybe what you're seeing. Also, you have to keep in mind the display is just also not the same resolution. I know. So they're also slightly handicapped by that. Um, look, that's I not expect all that, that you're that, seeing. Look, I've seen some very, very, very clear visuals yes. in PSVR, and I've seen Sniper Elite VR. Yeah, that's what there, I'm saying. There it's is not, a disparity there. So I'm saying it's not just the display, but it is also a contributing factor. What I'm saying is that the quest, if it you know if it allocates resources to be sharp, it has the display to look very sharp, whereas the PSVR always has a bit of a ceiling on it with the lower yep. res display. So here's my question for you, though. And I'm getting this a lot. I got a Quest. I got a PSVR. What do I buy? And I'm seeing that question a lot right now. If you have the aim controller, PSVR. If you don't have the aim controller, Quest. Um, the aim controller definitely, you know, it removes that realism that you like so much where you have to actually grab your ammo, put it in the gun, cock your gun. You can play on the PSVR with the move, move, with the move controllers and it works okay, but the button mapping is really off and will take time to get used to because it just isn't quite right. Okay. So I want to uh, jump in on there. Brian said that same comment too. Okay. Getting used to, okay. To a point, but there are look, things. No, no, it's not ideal. Up physically cannot do because of the move controllers that in high action moments like you can't strafe and turn at the same time no and like no matter how good i got with them i was still like okay i'm gonna strafe and like and like eh. i'm like okay i'm gonna turn like it's you can't do it at the speed of like thought no, no, moves are the worst way to play this. Out of all three headsets, all three different versions of the game, the moves are the worst way to play. That being said, if you're willing to take the time to get used to them, they can be usable. That doesn't mean they're the best, but you can make it work. I hated them. I absolutely hated them. After one mission, I was like, fuck this. I played one more after that just for, just, just for shits and giggles, and I was still like, I was getting familiar with it, but I was like, I miss my aim. And even DS4, because of thumbsticks, just makes the game way better. Unfortunately, because you're holding a controller like in two hands while holding a single handed gun or whatever. It's just, you know, there's, it definitely creates that, um, it breaks immersion by, you know, mapping a DS4 to a, a sniper rifle, but it works as far as like the game mechanics go back to your question though. What do you buy? Yeah. I mean, aim, I really liked, um, you know, because the aim removes the, uh, your hands from, from VR and everything's relegated to button presses or making things automatic. I, I like that. It makes the game easier, though. It really does. If you're going to play with the aim, I kind of recommend playing on hard mode because it's it's easier when your game is when, when everything's auto reloading. You can just go sniper shot, and sniper, it's more shot accurate. sniper shot. It just is because you've got that. You can just bang, bang. It's just it's easier to pinpoint shots than kind of getting two hands to line up. So that's um, a, so you, that's the thing, yeah. But that's my thing. Honestly, if you have the PSVR and aim. Get that PSVR version because the aim controller. I don't give a shit if your hands aren't mapped in VR. It's so goddamn fun and so immersive to have a two-handed rifle in your hands while holding a two-handed rifle in VR. That being said, if you have a pistol in and you're playing with the aim controller, it sucks. It's so weird. Your pistol's like floating in front of you. It doesn't make any sense to like the position of the aim controller. But who uses the pistol in Sniper Elite? That's that's a fool's game. Um, otherwise, though, like I said, if you have a Quest headset. And you don't have the aim or you just have the quest headset. The quest headset, I can't stress 
how impressed I am by what's on here. We've talked about it before already, but I can't believe this game fit onto a Quest headset and works as well as it does. This is like Walking Dead Onslaught, or Onslaught, whoops, <laughs> Walking Dead Saints and Sinners level of like greatness. Like this game shouldn't work on the Quest, but it does. It does, and yeah. It's I great. Would, I would agree with that. Um, and comparisons are fair there because it's on all three systems as well. I believe... Personally, man, I, I've struggled with this too because, like I said, I've been in this question a lot. I even thought of make, taking a stance in my own review on it, and I just I can't. Um, so the PC to me is in its own category. If you've got a PC, just go get the PC version. I'm sorry, I personally, I don't think the aim controller, and I'll get to that, um, is good enough to outweigh the um, fairly significant visual boost that you can get on the PC as long as you can, like you know, max it out. Quick note here, sorry. Yep. I said the aim controller, um, like it removes a lot of those arcade or it removes a lot of that interaction, makes it more arcadey. Uh, even playing on PC, you can actually take those options out as well and make the game play the more arcadey. Yeah, sorry, on both versions. Yep. You can basically remove those those manual options and make it fully automatic. So it plays the same as if it would on the aim controller. Continue. I apologize. Yeah. So I guess what I'm just saying is for me personally, the visuals are so it was so much more polished. Um and just felt like it was free of all compromises. I mean, within the the realms of the structure of the game on the PC, I just I really enjoyed the PC version. I don't mean that come off as like a snobby PC guys because I play all the consoles um, and all the headsets, and I'm not I'm not actually a big PC gamer. Um, it pisses me off. But this game did feel really, really yeah. Ryan knows. Um, it just felt so good on the PC. But the question that most people are asking is not. Some people have asked that. I'm like, just get the PC version. But the big question is, you know, when it comes to accessible VRs, I got a PSVR. I got a Quest. What should I buy? I I think my answer, listening to Ryan, is it depends on how you want to approach this game. If you, And let's just say you have an aim controller. Because if you don't have an aim controller, I agree with Ryan. Quest, despite its issues, and I'll get to that. But with the PSVR, assuming you have an aim controller... If you really want to play this like an arcade game, and you like if you and you want to just go have the most amazing like Buck Hunter experience that you would have had in an arcade, <laughs> you know, um, this game is going to be amazing with your aim control. You're going to have a blast with it because it is it is you know it does take away a lot of the semi stuff, um, short of like you know if, like you said putting it on hard mode, which I agree I probably would to add some more challenge back in, but the fact is. It's still just like kind of aim and shoot, aim and shoot, aim and shoot. And that's really, really fun if that's if you just want to go out and just have a balls out sniper elite x-ray gore fest. You have a ton of fun with it. Um, But if you're approaching this series and you really want that sensation of being like a real sniper and you want to like really just like and and it's important that you want that two handed and like just reloading and popping in and just like that, that sensation and. I don't know. Like the PSVR is not the version for you. Um, but then yeah, it still gets complicated because the PSVR version is better looking kind of because it's, it's like the PC version at a lower res, so the lighting and the texture details there. Whereas the textures and lighting are significantly different or removed on the quest version, but it's kind of sharper. Um, as not kind of, it's as much sharper. It is, well, it's sharper as long as you're, looking in the in the sharper areas and stuff so um and for some that just won't bother them and so the quest version can play quite well visually but then you know the tracking is just so much better with those uh and the analog sticks 
um, are brilliant as well. It just makes running and gunning way, way easier. And now, obviously, sure. the aim controller, I was rocking and rolling with those analog sticks. And so that's why I say aim is the, is the caveat there. But um, the other thing I ran into is I did start to spin around in the PSVR version. There was quite a few times where I was like, what the hell's going on? I'm like, oh, I'm facing the completely opposite direction. And I, I mean, some of that's probably... That's because you play other headsets. It is. I know. That's what I was going <laughs> to say. But I yeah. did catch myself, you know, in the in the heat of battle when things are really going down. You know, I think everyone's going to run into that that want to swing around. And, uh, and that's just another thing to take into account that with the quest, you just, you can turn any way you want. And that's another immersion thing. It's just a really difficult situation. Yep. Because in those two versions, it's just uh, it's a game of compromises and where you fall into what's important to you. On that note, why is there not a Sniper Elite PSVR aim controller bundle? Like this was the game to do it. Like this was the one. Like this is as far as last hurrahs go for PSVR Gen One. This was the game to push aim one more time. It and really I was. agree with you, and I think I know the answer, is the fact that Sony's like, we're not going to bundle and push a controller where this is kind of last hurrah. Like, it's almost, it's almost, it'd be almost shady of them to bundle it with a controller that was like, but there's no future with this controller. Like, you've got all these great titles in the back catalog, but I could just see that bundling it kind of feels like they're promoting the, yeah but they, I mean they bundled it with Farpoint and the only thing that came out you know like uh, Dick Wild came out the same day but after that I think it was like two months before we saw another title after but that the so future was, was bright uh, like, they had years no had, one knew the, no one knew the future of the aim like, the, the no, aim when it launched was like we two hope, games and that's there it was, there was hopeful and they had a and they had a you know they knew they probably knew Firewall was coming and like there was a there were years ahead of them. Whereas like Solaris, like, you can have Solaris now with it coming out. And, you know, if they do something with um, Population One, if that's still coming to PSVR, there's still some room for the aim controller to have some life. I do mean, we know like, if After the Fall has aim support? I would imagine it does. I don't know that it does, and I could see it not. Because if it doesn't, damn. Because uh, it. That's going to be rough with the moves. But if it does, which. You know, here's the thing. If After the Fall doesn't have aim controller support, it will. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> the PSVR yeah. can, the PSVR community is going to riot. Um, but that could be the last game. That and Sniper Elite could be it for. Look, for I still game. think it warrants a bundle, man. I mean, Sniper I don't Elite disagree a... with you. I understand why they did it. Though. This warrants a bundle more than Farpoint or Firewall. They could end up. Ooh, I don't know if more than Firewall, but. Uh, Here's the thing, though, because because of the brand, I'm, I, the, the final thing comes down to brand. Specifically, you're right. You're right. You're right. That's why that AAA push. I'm pretty. Did they ever? I think they bundled Borderlands with the name controller. Um, it was an AIM bundle, though. I don't think it was just Borderlands and the AIM. It was like it, no. I think you're wrong. We haven't had a new bundle since Iron Man. Before that, I don't think Borderlands. I, I'm almost positive Borderlands didn't have an AIM bundle. We haven't seen an AIM bundle in forever. To think of. Borderlands was bundled with the PSVR over Christmas. It was a triple game. It was Beat the Saber. The power of the internet. It was Beat Saber and Borderlands. Play Station VR AIM 
bundle. It's wasting time. Well, Ryan's. <laughs> well, 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 Ryan's going off on this shit. Um, I'm going off. Firewall. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. We need that. Uh, here's so here's where Ryan's doing that. I'll finish off my thought. The other thing I think that Sony's probably Farpoint. The other thing that I think Bravo Sony's team. Go- okay, shut. <laughs> the other thing that I think that Sony is going uh, on is that they don't want to. They'd have to make more of these things probably, and they probably don't want the inventory. I don't know who makes these things. Honest to God, since AIM came out, like is AIM like a hundred percent? That's a Sony published controller. Because I mean, I don't know. Like I they're bundling so. fire, right? Like I don't know who actually is responsible for AIM controllers. Like is it just a Sony peripheral? Period. Because it came out like Impulse Gear made it. As far yeah, as I know, Impulse it, Gear yeah. made it. They're not owned by Sony, so they sold. They, <laughs> they designed this thing for Sony to be then used in subsequent bundles. Like, I don't understand exactly, like, who the onus is because still to this day, if I go to social media, I can't find a name. I can't buy a name. I can't find a name. Like, just why, which is, well, whoever's making this thing, and I think it's Sony, I think that they don't want to end up in another situation like the, uh, like they did with the, the moves back on the PS3 where they've got, like, storerooms of this shit and can't, sh- and can't get rid of it. Um, I still, you're right. It would have been a nice move to promote it and just there was no official bundle and with show the that there was some life, you know, some life in the PSVR. Like, you know, not you know, not that we necessarily need justification, Look, but for your for your this general is... audience. But here's the thing: Sony might not want to be pushing the old PSVR anymore. Like, if I was Sony, I'd kind of be like, "Look, we we're not abandoning this thing. We want to support it." But the fact is. It's like five years old, and it's old tech, and they're probably want. And they got a PS Five now. Yep. Now they want. Now they really want to think. Probably promote tech that's going to be PS Five for sure. Except for the fact there's going to be a huge overlap between PSVR One and PSVR Two. When PSVR Two drops, which I mean, realistically, it's like a year from now, somewhere. Whether it's plus or minus three months, we're talking about a year from now, basically, and. There's going to be overlap. Like all when PSVR 2, 2 drops, PSVR 1 games aren't going to stop coming. There's still going to be PSVR 1 games that have been developed for some time of course. that still get released. So you say like a year from now, PSVR 2 drops, PSVR 1's dead. It's not the case. Realistically, no, and I'm not saying that, on. But, I, but Sony's in a different position. There's a big difference between kind of like having games continue to cross over and what are you actually going to, what do you want to put emphasis on? And like we have talked about in a previous episode, guys, you should go watch that kind of the communication issue that VR's uh, got and also Sony with the PSVR 2. And I think this plays into that of like they really don't want to kind of like I think like, you know, kind of like rally the teams for a piece of tech that they're replacing and probably going to start really talking about in the next six months. It's just like if you're an average dumb consumer and you're walking into an EB Games or a GameStop or a Walmart and you see this bundle for this PSVR uh, Sniper Elite game, you're going to be like, okay, like this is what this is Sony's VR thing. And it's like, yeah, but they're getting ready to shift. Like it's kind of like it's like the backlash that Oculus got where all of a sudden they were like, Quest 2, it's like, 
holy crap, you could have given us a little bit of warning. I just feel like it's not the same situation, but it's getting into that similar territory where I think that Sony does need to start to back off on the communication of the PSVR in order to make the job uh, of communicating the PSVR 2 easy. I I get that point. I really do. I totally back that point even, except for the fact they're not pushing PSVR 2. We got two blog posts. They're and not. Since then, it's been but, nothing. But, I think even, they, like, but we know they will. That's my point. And I yeah, think but it's when? Like, it's like, I feel when? like it's almost like, well, I they, they might want a little bit of time to almost be a palate cleanser. It's like if you're talking, if you're talking PSVR and you're kind of like out there with it, and then all of a sudden you go PSVR two, people like you give people kind of whiplash. Whereas like I think they might be just kind of like, okay, we're winding this down. We're not going to talk about it as much. We're not going to promote it as much. We're still supporting it, and then then they get loud again for the PSVR two. It's just very clear Man. that that is the PS 5s headset because that's the other thing. Their priority is getting the PS5 to be the console. And PSVR is not the PS5's VR headset. For sure. Now, before you keep talking, look at the amount of games PSVR is getting this summer alone. I know. It's it's insane. So to sit there and say they're kind of backing off PSVR and they should be to like it, it doesn't make sense. There's well, now, it now does, there's two because, like, it's I a think, mixed message. Well, it is, but there's a difference between Sony getting Sony like being loud and promoting and other developers doing their thing. Like there's still a big, it's a, still a messaging thing around the hardware that Sony has to just be, I think, just be aware of. And I just think that that's probably why you're seeing the lack of push around that. Um, but moving away from that a little bit, but also kind of uh, as a, a natural segue here, I think it's worth talking about kind of, this is triple A, triple A, can't see both my quotation fingers. There we go. This is AAA VR um, right now. There it is. I mean, I disagree. Oh, (laughs) as a guy who constantly says things are AAA and you're like, no, it's premier. It's premier VR. Um, I don't think this is Uh, AAA VR. Premium VR. Whatever. That's how much I don't care about your opinion. Um, (laughs) But this is not a AAA VR game. It has... It has the feel and some aspects of it, but it's not. It doesn't go... It feels... To me, it actually reminds me of um, Blood and Truth, where not the games don't have much in the way of similarities, except for the fact that Blood and Truth was like an on-the-rails shooter that gave you some very cinematic moments. This this much, this much very much feels like a... Having not played the Sniper Elite franchise prior to this game, it still felt to me like this was a smaller version of that franchise. Even without playing it, I was like, this feels dumbed down. And even the visuals, even on the PC, the visuals look pretty good. They don't look amazing. They look no. good, but they're not like, you know, compared to Medal of Honor. Medal of Honor VR. True. Um, say what you want about that game as a whole, which, you know, gorgeous. it's gorgeous. It's it, but it's it's stunningly gorgeous. Like every single bar, every single item in the environment is like interactable or shootable. Whereas in here, it's it's a lot more static. You can see the shortcuts. You can see where they went for the AAA design on some in, in some ways, but yep. sacrificed sacrificed it in others, especially with just how linear the campaign is and how small the game actually is. Like I said the last um, two levels before the final stage are recycles of two previous stages, yep. only you start from one different point um, than the previous ones. Like there, You can definitely see the shortcuts taken to make this look as good as it was under the constraints that the VR market is not 
the flat market. Like you can see the the, you know, the the budgetary constraints, I guess. Well, it's a combination of budgetary and, and technical constraints. Like like I said, if if this was only running on the PC, then maybe we could sit here and go, meh, we got shortchanged. We want a wide open Sniper Elite game. Meh. But on quickly, so would you say Snipe, the Sniper Elite franchise flat is a triple A franchise? So that I can't say it. I no. can't say this. And that's, that's an what I'm asking you. And that's an interesting point. Because I actually looked it up when I was writing my review. Because I was sitting here going, I wouldn't call it AAA. Um, I would guess I would call it AA. But, I mean, it's probably one of those titles that's kind of... You could kind of go either way because it is a pretty big... It's a pretty big team that works on these things. And, uh, you know, they get they really get... They get pushed by, you know, uh, quite a big budget. But... That's what I wanted to talk to you about with the visuals there. The Sniper Elite series has never been known for its visuals like it's it's good looking but it's never been great looking especially sniper elite one and two were kind of like almost felt like budget titles in their visual kind of prowess it's gotten better but if you go look at like sniper elite four gameplay like it's it looks good but it's never been like battle going after battlefield and cod which is hard to compare because it's a third person game but still it's just it's never been a crazy gorgeous game so that's why in my review, when I was talking about the PC version, I was like, it's in spitting distance. You're right. It's not up there. Like, it's not as sharp. Like, the, the texture details are not as sharp. The lighting's not quite as fantastical. But it looks like it came from the same DNA, whereas the PSVR and the Quest version, especially the Quest version, definitely look like VR versions of that game. Um, and so I think that you nailed it. My point, at least, was I asked you, is this a is this triple A VR now? And no. I agree with you. Well, now, yeah, this is the now, thing. That's my yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. 2021. With, this I, is mind blowing triple A VR. But that's my point. Is it's yeah. like I don't feel that this is triple A VR. Like this is not a triple A game coming to VR. I think that's how you if you look at it that way, right? Like when we looked at say like Resident Evil Seven or um, you know. Borderlands 2 or Skyrim and stuff. Those were triple A games that were being brought over to VR. Um, this is not a triple A game being brought to VR. This is, but it, this is kind of triple A VR right now. I mean, like Brian mentioned in his review, the one thing you could say is that this is not a port of a flat game. This is not an attempt to bring a flat game, a, like a game that exists and then dumb said game down. This is its own game. Like it is a no, it's yeah. is an OG campaign. Um, though, and this is the thing, if you've played the other Sniper Elite games, it's not like I played this. I was like, holy crap. It's like a brand new, brand new world, brand new. Might as well just call it Sniper Elite 5. All the assets feel reused. Like it's like, I'm pretty sure I've walked through these areas before. Like, I mean, not exactly, but like, it feels so much like prior areas. That's I've not been. even fair. This is this is World War Two gaming. We've played a thousand. I mean, I, I know. compared this. Like this you're is, in Italy, honestly, and look, I'm pretty sure is, you were in Italy in one of the earlier sniper elites. Probably, but I mean, like, there's only so many places you can be. Like even Medal of Honor, man. How many Medal of I Honor know. games we played? I was probably in Italy in Medal of Honor, and I said in my review, this feels more like a Medal of Honor game than Medal of Honor felt. Like this feels. Legit, it's one guy versus the world, but you feel like a badass, and it doesn't bullshit with you, like loading screens and all this crap. Like it, it feels restrictive in some respects. There's no cutscenes. Um, there's no 
It's just it's just game. Medal really. of Honor was overtly constrictive sometimes, although it also had more diversity to it. Um, so I mean that's a tough one, and we could have a completely different. We could have almost a separate episode around the like the merits of both and those two different directions that they've gone. Medal of Honor versus Sniper Elite VR. I do believe that Sniper Elite VR is definitely the more successful um, outcome between the two. Uh, also yeah, considering that I agree. Like, it's like a 1070 on the PC versus a 2080 for recommended uh, tech on the PC, which is like 2080. That's crazy. Um, you know, anyways, I'm just saying it's not AAA, but it's probably what we are the best we're going to get right now. Like, let's put it this way. <laughs> well, <laughs> Here's I the totally thing. Back you. I back you 100. Yeah. By the when way. we were talking, you and I were talking about I don't know. At some point, we were talking about like our favorite quest games or whatever. Um, and we were talking about like that library versus the PSVR's library. And the one thing we said was the quest, despite having a lot of good games, really has almost no heavy hitters. Like they don't have any of those big. They don't have Skyrim. They don't have Resident Evil. They don't have Wipeout. They don't have Blood and Truth. You know. Um, they don't have almost anything that's like outside of a walking dead, which was a standalone VR that was like, boom, here's a fucking game that, you know, that's in VR and it's amazing. Um, whereas the PSVR and the PC do, this is probably the first game that the quest has gotten where they can literally take, like someone could take a quest to their friend's house and like, you want to play sniper elite in VR? And they're like, oh, shit. Like, it just doesn't have the same, you know, oomph when you're like, hey, you want to play Zero Caliber or In Death? They'd be like, what are, okay, what is that? Yeah. You know? So that's why I say, is this AAA for VR right now? Yeah, kind of. Like, because there's not a lot of flat games that we would consider, you know, big AAA or or, or, a, or a new IP that's a- ambitious AAA that's going to, like, work on the quest. It's just not. It's just not where we're at. I love... I We always reference Ryan's take saying that this is kind of like a coasting year. And it's like... And in a coasting year, Sniper Elite stands tall. Yeah, totally. Totally, man. Like I said, I'm, I'm impressed, man. Like When I reviewed this thing, I was like, ah, it's like a 7. And the more I played, the more I was like, oh, it's a 7, like a 7.5. And I, I landed on 8. I understand you hate number of reviews, but, you know, it still stands as being something exceptional in a year that has been not. Yeah, I mean, everyone's saying, like, you know, you and I were saying, what's our game of the years? And, like, and, I, and we were, like, like, throwing around, like, Demio and Cosmo Dread. Um, Sniper Elite is now. And that's what I'm like saying. That? And then, you know, Hitman, obviously. But it's like, but Sniper Elite, like, especially, I'm just saying, but like, if you're PSVR, maybe, but Sniper Elite is a real shot across the bow, because it's like, maybe Demio, at the end of the day, is a better experience, um, depending on your taste. Sniper Elite is the Sniper Elite series, and it's done quite well. Um, This game should not be on the quest. I mean, honestly, at the end of the day. um, Dude, Quest 1. I don't understand how this thing is running on the Quest 1. Like that blow. I thought for sure it's like, oh, it's going to be a Quest Two exclusive. It's I haven't played the Quest One version. Either of you, if you're out there and you've played the Quest One version, let us know what you think of it. Because yeah. on the Quest Two, I can't. I, I'm I'm shocked it's running as good as good as it is. Um, I'm surprised it's not the, a Quest Two only game. To be honest, right? That's what I'm saying. That, like that's what well, I'm saying. This, it's, I know. It's nuts. Let's just say, um, like Ryan and I know somebody who's working on um, 
a triple, I guess we'll, we call it a triple A franchise that's working on a VR game. And they're bringing this to the quest. And, uh, and, and he's told us like, like, it's not fun. Um, it is very limiting and, uh, like, like, like literally like stress leave inducing. And I'm going to guess that this game was not fun to make on the quest. And so whoever worked on that port deserves a fucking raise, um, and a major, uh, pat on the back because it's impressive. The other thing is before we end this, I also noticed playing this. I'm like, man, you know, they do a lot of they do a lot of good things in this. Like, they don't make a lot of the mistakes that you and I were talking about in our previous video. There, no, oh my god, when I went to the like the first time, I always go to comfort settings first, and I was like, oh my god, there's so many comfort options. This is ridiculous. There's even comfort options for the colorblind, Chris. That's me. That's my people. <laughs> Although the options are labeled so funny, I don't know what they mean. But that's beside the point. The point is they're they there. Color them. <laughs> <laughs> it's all black and white but you know like it's just like i was just playing this game i'm like man i'm like you know i'm like i i like the fact that when i'm putting my guns on and i'm putting them it's i'm getting a little buzz in the controller so i know that i'm i know that i'm like i've like <laughs> gonna like let it go in the proper place i like that i all like you said all the comfort options of running and turning and uh you know i just everything that we kind of talked about they promoted the thing properly the um you know the menu screens are they make they make sense the game doesn't fuck around it just kind of gets into it um it's just they 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 didn't do a lot of the things that drive me crazy in games um pro tip kill cam minimize it don't turn it off minimize it because even on normal settings it like interferes it's awesome i love the kill cam but it happens so often it actually breaks up the gameplay and like fucks up the narrative and like if if someone's if if, like the narrator's talking and you get a kill cam well it like mutes him and slows him down while you're getting it's just it's minimize it but don't turn it off but guys again ryan's the sniper elite version so if you've played the other sniper elite games and you're fine with the uh kind of the rate of x-ray kills that you get on those games on normal you're getting absolutely fine here um yeah it's a lot (laughs) but it never gets old dude Shooting it never the, gets old. Dude, shooting never the testicle, old. like actually seeing their <laughs> testicles go, is <laughs> just video game gold. It's awesome. <laughs> you know, every game, every single game should have a testicle shot option. I don't care if even if it's Job Simulator, they should be like, "Why, Astrobot? We- I want to punch him in the balls next boss." Yeah, you know what? I want to go into <laughs> I want to go into Job Simulator too, and I want them to be like. Why are you touching my balls? <laughs> this game rated PG. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, Look, I think I think we're gonna wrap it up there unless Ryan's got sure. something, some burning thing. The here. only one thing I wanted to mention was the odd choice to not go prone, which I thought was really weird in the sniper game. Good call. That's something I like really weird. I thought it was really and the fact there was no melee attacks. And I don't mean like full on melee, like just running and just stabbing guys in the face. But like there are moments in this game where it's like you, you, you're supposed to be stealthy and kill these guys stealthily. And you have mm-hmm. like a, a pistol or something. Maybe if you have the, if you have the sniper pistol or sniper rifle, it, it works. But if you're just like a guy sitting on the edge of a fucking cliff, you know, like I like I the hitman in me came out. And I was like, why can't I just be like, Kuta! and just push him off? Or why can't I be like, Kuta! and just fucking like, blah, 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 you know, like fucking kill him. And there's that isn't that's non-existent in this game. Like if I, just I, if I saw, they were like, "Yeah, we're not that game." Like we're. Ready I, I get it. Look, I understand. No, what you're going I agree for. with it. 
they were probably just like, like oh, we just press, a whole look, different can of worms. Press X to stealth. Press X to stealth. Like, like, yeah, like, but then everyone would bitch I, that it was like that. It was just like automated, you know. Whatever. It's still yeah. And then, it, but if it was if it, if it wasn't if it was manual and you like fucked up or missed or it didn't like track properly and you only like grazed him, they'd be like, oh, what alarms are alerted? No, no, no. But the fact that the fact that it's missing, it, it, I noticed it. I was I just know. like, you do. Why can't I like slit this guy's throat and then continue on? Because I went the, up to a guy and I hit him with my gun, and he was like, Ooh. I'm like, ah! yeah, yeah. Also, no blood. It's like, oh yeah, I guess so. Right? The X-ray yeah. cams are awesome. But the yeah, the X-ray cams. Kind but of like, but then blood. like all the other guys, but everyone else, I shot like a shotgun to the face, and the guy's just like, ugh. And I was like, okay, your face would be decimated and and i was like that is bullshit and it was very disappointing to the gore hound in me um i totally agree <laughs> somebody made a comment about the fact that they were getting golden eye vibes and when i was playing the other game the other day and i was kind of like noticing the lack of gore i was like oh yeah total golden eye vibes we just see you know it, with it bullets is, and they're just like uh yeah yeah it's lack of gore but then you get that kill comp shot i, I know watch, Ribs shatter and organs deflate. Exactly. They're like, they're like, so oh, we, don't, we don't want gore in our game. Meanwhile, the testicles are like. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I love the kill cams. I love the kill cams so much. They're slightly toned down um, from the flat version, just so you. Makes sense. No, but not a lot. I actually went back and rewatched watched Dude, it. they're so satisfying. They get shot like right in the eyeball and it pushes the whole fucking eye. It's, it's, oh, it's, it's, just, it's mostly, so good. It's like 80% <laughs> there. Um, there's slightly more detail. Like say if you like hit the guy's arm in the flat version, you'd actually see like this one kind of just like hits the arm and then does all the gore in the body. You know what I love so, is actually all the gore and the kill cam aside. I love watching the bullet exit the body and you can see it's all dented and shit. Like you can see it's like, yep. been, it's been through the fucking wrecker and it's like just spins off in the fucking, I was like, Oh, the other so thing, good. the other thing you'll notice if you're familiar with the series is that the x-ray kill cam, as soon as it goes into it, it's kind of like, it just basically blurs out the whole background. You just see the body. Right. And it's almost always from the same angle too. Um, whereas in the flat game, it's a little more dynamic and, um, you it slows things down and does the kill cam, but they're in the environment that they're in. So sometimes you can see uh, a bit of a, a like the aftermath of said shot. So like if a guy's behind him, you might see it go through the kill cam and then pop the other guy. So it's just uh, these are minor things. Totally get why they did it because they've yep. got to try to like you know quest two <laughs> quest. They got to keep it under control, <laughs> but they did a really good job of it. It's uh surprisingly not dumbed down it's it's pretty uh it's pretty damn authentic um yeah i don't know i don't know what else to say guys um i agree hopefully it's... you guys have played this game um by the time that uh you've watched this video um let us know what you guys are thinking about the game i'm gonna guess the general consensus with people is gonna be like hell yeah, yeah. um i don't expect a lot of people to come away with this feeling like they got like a shitty sniper elite, um, kind of a version of the other game. Although I think that that will happen with some people. It's going to be an expectation thing, but I feel like people once they say get past the halfway point are gonna feel like I did, where it was like in the beginning I was like, oh man, this is a little bit weak. And by that midway point, you're like, I'm feeling like I'm playing sniper elite. I'm having a lot of fun, and the big thing for me and I say this all the time, is my judgment for 
whether I think this is like a really good VR game is I've played it, played all three versions, done my review, and I want to go back and play it. I was playing today and I review published yesterday. If you don't like Sniper Elite VR, we don't like you. That's kind of the bottom line here. Wow, that's harsh. But fair. It's very fair. Fuck them. Totally fair. Fuck them. <laughs> um, on that note, we have a Patreon. <laughs> um, and uh, so, yeah, check that out, guys, if you want to support our negative, mean ass. Um, it helps so. us, man. We're trying to get more better equipment. And, you know, I more said before. Better. We, more better. I don't. Like, I've had two drinks, man. Get off me. Um, <laughs> we try to um, give back more than we get in. So, I mean, you know, our top tier is like 10 bucks a month. I'm just going to whatever, go through this. But we give away free games. And those games typically, I shouldn't say typically, so far have always been $20 games, $30 games. Like, we don't, we're trying to give this stuff back to you. Even if not, you know, early episodes, um, bonus episodes, we're trying to make sure this is something you want us to support. And we want to make sure we return that in kind. So, if that makes sense, I'm not trying to beg for your support. You know, like, subscribe, you know, leave a comment, tell your friends about us. If you, you know, even if you have, you have that one loser VR friend, for some reason you're listening, they're not. Tell them about our podcast. We think this is good shit. We know it's good shit. So, you know, spread the word. And, you know, it's just, it is yeah. what it is. I don't know. I'm, 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 it's gone now. My trade thought's gone. Merch is coming. We're working on merch. You'll see. Maybe, hopefully, next episode, we're going to have some merch. Hi, we'll have some merch. Um, Ryan doesn't drink coffee, so he doesn't get it. But yeah, guys, um, I just again reiterating, <laughs> thanks for the support. Um, we really suck at endings and episodes. You all know that, but uh, I still want to take the the chance to just shout out all of our uh, current uh, patrons. Um, we really appreciate you guys big time. It's just um, you know I think that we're we're doing um, kind of a, a community and a podcast here that I think is near and dear um, to Ryan and I, and also. Um, I feel like the people that are watching us are enjoying this. And so I'd rather have um, a smaller tight knit community than like a bunch of people. Um, and just that additional incentive um, from the Patreon always really helps. Um, but of course, guys, just listening, sharing, subscribing. And like Ryan said, telling your dumbass friend that uh, he should be watching this. And you, you can tell him we said he's, he's an idiot, um, but he should watch this and then he won't be. Or listen, you can just listen. We'll take listens. I guess. <laughs> I'm, I'm so pretty i want to be seen okay that's the end of the episode now uh thanks guys for episode 27 um eight is it now i don't even know whatever thanks for watching the episode <laughs> and uh Later all. we'll catch you guys in the next one see ya